A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, thank you for tuning in to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time listening, I thank you for tuning in. And if it's not, well, thank you for coming back. And don't forget, you can find all these episodes on your favorite podcast listening app, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. And you can find it all on my website at www.joshcjonesauthor.com. That's joshcjonesauthor.com. Let's get into this, shall we? Put on your life jacket of free and independent thought, which is only provided by natural right. Inflate your pumps with the breath of the creator. Fill the tank with independence. And buckle up in the wavecraft of liberty as we ride the waves of political incorrectness on the sea of free speech while our perceptions get tossed about. And hopefully, we will all arrive on the shores of truth together. So have you ever wondered, like, what happened with society? Look at our society nowadays. Sure, we have great neighborhoods still in the, in our nation, but look at all the stuff that's been happening since, what, 2015, 2008 even, probably, you could say, but especially from 2016 until now. All the violence, the craziness, the people demanding things out of entitlement. And it got me thinking, especially after uh, going into the store one day, it really got me thinking about this because you see it all over the place. Like you can see it in California where there's stores where almost everything, people have taken videos of it, almost everything is like behind plexiglass. Even the little items are hidden behind plexiglass because of the rampant theft. And so I was thinking about that when we were in a store the other day. Let me just tell you what I was thinking. So I'm not too old. At least I don't think I'm too old. But even I can remember a time when we did not have to lock every little thing and every little item up in stores. Do you remember those times? I mean, sure, the big and super expensive things were secured and locked up, but not the little items, right? Now, I... I was just thinking about this and I was like, it's almost as if most of these items are actually criminals themselves, which would make sense. I mean, if we're going to blame tools for everything, then the reason these things are going missing and being stolen is because they are leaving the stores on their own accord, jumping into people's pockets and arms and things like that. But I was thinking it's almost as if most items are criminals themselves and we've locked them behind bars in cages or even in sealed plexiglass rooms to protect us from them and to keep them in the stores. But are these items really bad or have we become bad? Now, this is where I'm telling you, like, for example, when we were in the store, we were in a home, home improvement store a while back. Uh, we were in there to get a battery for a tool. And believe it or not, the battery was locked away behind a cage, and the cage had two different security locks on it. And I was thinking double security for a small little battery because why? A battery is an evil tool? Or maybe because society is becoming the evil tool? Hmm, maybe it's politics. I don't know. You, you decide there. But anyway, after searching for one of the elusive workers in that store to help us retrieve this battery from its prison. And you know, you've been in those stores where sometimes it can be difficult to find employees. 
And it's almost like a where's Waldo, right? Where's the employee? It's a huge store. How come I can't find any? Anyway, we had to wait while this employee that we found explained to us why he could not help us yet. Not until he found a coworker who was authorized to have the keys to unlock the two security devices and open the cage. It, it seems only two people, according to what we were told, had the necessary keys to unlock such a secure item, which was accompanied by many other items that were found on the shelves just a few short years ago. And I was asking myself, why would only two employees in this huge home improvement store be trusted enough to hold the keys to unlock the cage for these small and, until recently, easily accessible shelf items. Well, after finding a coworker with the keys and getting them unlocked, he then retrieved the item we wanted to purchase. However, he had to walk it to the front of the store and hand it off to the cashier. We were not permitted to take hold of the item at any point in our shopping experience with this store until after we had paid for it. We were still shopping, but he says we could not touch it, we could not hold it, we could not take it with us until after it had been paid for. Now this was for a small battery for a small tool. Why would the customer not be allowed to handle an item they came into the store to purchase in the first place? I mean, just a few short years ago, that wasn't a problem. Would the item be unclean to touch until it passed the cleansing process of being scanned, paid for, and bagged? Is the customer a thief? Then again, you know, when you think about it, each person who enters the store and each person who works at the store could potentially be a thief. But do we treat each person as such just because? I mean, no other reason, but just because? Sadly, oftentimes we do. We do? Why do we do that? Well, um, as Chris Weber says, you're guilty until proven innocent. Perception is reality. That's the way that, that it is in this world. Isn't that interesting? You're guilty until proven innocent. Perception is reality. That's the way that it is in this world. And I've talked about that before in other writings and podcast episodes about people don't think reality is objective or there's absolutes anything, even absolute truth. Everything is relative and perception. So that's why I like that quote from Chris Weber. It's good. In other words, he's saying you are guilty until you prove your innocence. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound right, does it? You're guilty until you prove your innocence? No, it should be. You are innocent until proven guilty. Oh, that's right. Our laws state that you are innocent until proven guilty. But then why do we treat people, strangers, customers, politicians we don't like, in a manner contrary to what our law actually states and what we say we truly believe and accept as true, such as innocent until proven guilty? Why do we treat them as guilty until they can prove their own innocence? We don't do that, do we? I mean... What reason would people have to castrate the law of the land and render justice inoperable and make the scales dishonest? We don't do that? Really? <laughs> yeah, look, look at what we've been doing to each other since uh, uh, 2016 and especially uh, uh, from 2020 to 2024 and uh, sometime before that then too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this break has helped both of you with your vocabularies. I'm impressed. Uh, um, anyway... 
Uh, it's, it's not just us, though. I mean, even our media has fallen victim to this discrimination. But why? That's a good question, Random Voice of Questions. And I'll ask this question, too. Why do we need to lock even small items away in stores? Why do some stores have most items locked behind plexiglass, behind lock and key? Why have some stores even closed and been pulled out of certain cities and towns? I mean, what happened? What happened to society? What changed? We all complain sometimes about the negative direction our society seems to be traveling in. I mean, you just go out there and you can see drivers are more aggressive. Theft has become a major problem. Murder, it would appear, is rising. Violence, we are told, is everywhere, even in our own backyard and our own homes. Morality and ethics are non-existent to many people. Others are confused. Depression has soared to new heights. People don't even know who they are anymore without receiving by any means necessary attention and affirmation from total strangers. Education scores are at mind-boggling lows, and the people's anuses smell is more inviting and comforting to them than the aroma of life blossomed from the truth. Society should be getting better, shouldn't it? Well, yeah, you'd think it should be. I mean... If everything began in disorder and chaos, and everything is working toward order and harmony, then why the sudden decline of order and the rapid increase of chaos? I mean, sure, the world is increasing in chaos and things are getting worse. Our media tells us so every single day, as do some of our politicians. I mean, just look at the political and grassroots groups that pop up every election cycle. Because some people's, um, well, sins of the past... We'll just put it that way because of some people's quote-unquote sins of the past. We have excused and even encouraged and affirmed this increase in chaos and anarchy, such as the violence, the looting, the burning, the hate, the racism, and the murder that we've seen. Does this even matter? I'm not quite following you there, random voice of questions. What do you mean? If all came from nothing and all is random, then what does anything matter? It's random, right? And who do we trust and what is absolute good to compare what we think is evil or wrong against if all is random and subjective? What do we trust? We can't actually trust anything, can we? Random voice of questions. Calm down. Nothing can come from nothing. All was created from something. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, this something has to be uh, eternal, and if things were uh, intentionally created, uh, uh, then there is a, a good to compare it to, and it does matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what about entitlement? You know, you think about that. What about reparations? I mean, there are so many evils in the name of equity and equality, right? Here's a question for you. Is it fair? Is it equity? Is it fair to treat one as a criminal who has neither shown any reason to be viewed as one, nor committed a crime? Aside from color, of course. We see that a lot. Then why do we keep doing it? As Hunter S. Thompson says, In a closed society where everybody's guilty, the only crime is getting caught. In a world of thieves, the only final sin is stupidity. <laughs> that makes me think, well, yeah, our politics a lot, you know? where everybody's guilty and the only crime is getting caught. Is color a crime? Um, well, maybe. That's 
I think why more and more items in, in a store are locked away behind plexiglass in cages secured by multiple locks, right? They are criminals because of the color of the item. <laughs> I'm just kidding there. But remember, you you are guilty until you can prove your innocence, right? That's what we've seen so many times by so many people, you know? Me too. You're guilty until you can prove your innocence, right? Well, here, if chaos and randomness are truly producing order and precision, something to think about. If chaos and randomness are truly producing order and precision, then it must be the tools that are causing the violence and crime and not the heart or choice of the person. John Knoll says, any tool can be used for good or bad. It's really the ethics of the artist using it. Hmm, that is interesting right there, right? Any tool can be used for good or bad. It's really the ethics of the artist using it. It kind of means it's the heart of the person and the choice of the person, right? Not the tool itself. Now, like I said, I'm not too old, but even I can remember a time when we didn't have to lock every little thing up in the stores. I do wonder sometimes what changed. What was removed from society? What was removed from our culture? What was removed from schools? And what was it replaced with to lead us to the continual division, selfishness, lack of self-control, undisciplined, violent, guilty first, innocent depending on politics, upside-down morality, and idealistic world we are experiencing now? Maybe we will take a trek down that path another time. Until then, do you remember a time when items in a store were not all locked away or even at school? Uh, do you remember a time when at school uh, there were racks on the back of trucks which were full of um, electives that were actually used for shooting? You remember that? So my question is to you, what do you think changed? What do you think changed? I'll leave you with this, with uh, Leo Tolstoy. He says, Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. So, what do you think changed? What happened? Like I said, I'm not too old, but I do remember a time when not everything was locked up. Stores weren't closing down and pulling out of places just because of rampant crime. But that's for you to answer what happened. What do you think changed? And you know what this makes me think of? This makes me think of all the double standards that are in society. Like this little double standard here that, that in society. Now, do you remember uh, Ariel from The Little Mermaid? How she swam around half naked singing with her friends underwater. And people all across society said, oh, that's so sweet. That's so beautiful. That's so nice. And however, when I did it, People said that I was drunk and I was banned from the aquarium. What double standard is that? So thank you for tuning in to From My Standpoint. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this show and learned some new things and uh, were able to help change the perspective for a better understanding. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. 
We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show. 